Welcome, everybody. Um, this week's podcast, we have a special guest, as I had said last week. I'm trying to do the podcasts on Wednesdays, trying to keep a regular schedule for those. Um, and so this Wednesday, we have Chelsea with us. Hi. <laughs> and we're going to talk about Flat Earth and what is biblical about it and how there is um, proofs, I guess you would say. There's, there's things that the Bible has that talk about it. There's proofs. There's a video. Who is who does a video? Eric Dubay. Eric Dubay. What, do you remember the name of it? The 200 Proofs by Eric Dubay, which is currently shadow banned. So you do need to go to his YouTube channel and look through it from there. It has been um, redone, so there might be another copy of it in there, but it's definitely something that's well hidden because it does, doesn't want to get out pretty much. Okay. <clears throat> and I have watched that video. It's very, very intriguing. Um, but let's, let's talk about, um, you had some statistics on the flat earth like how many people in the world by the latest estimations believe that the earth is flat as opposed to a globe well the first year that really got people's attention was uh, back in 2015 and since then it's just been growing more and more with uh, data collected from people looking up that exact flat earth or any kind of conspiracies that do lead towards it like chemtrails which is more known as cloud seeding by the government's terms and on news terms and it increased since then um, and right now from what I've you know researched myself it says almost 300 million if you think it's not then put this number into perspective it's just six percent of the adult population worldwide or just above four percent of the total uh, world population okay and what is the what is the source on that one <clears throat> the flat earth education website okay and so they're saying four percent of the world's population as of now and it it really went up because of the harp and chemtrails and just in the last 12 months is when it really um, shot up there especially with this whole covid thing people have been having all that extra time to stay at home and doing research and that kind of threw the government through a loop and uh, there is many reasons on why they are hiding it because I know that's the number one question is why would they? Yeah, that's that's a good question. Why would the government like NASA and, and those types of organizations, why would they want people to believe that the earth is a globe versus flat? And when we <clears throat> hear that like a lot of people, you know, I would say just about all of them are thinking, what's the point? Like, why would that even change my life or how I see stuff like that? Like, it's more of why are you here? It all comes 
back to God. So if they can make you think that there is no God, you want to go to the next thing that has the knowledge that you need, which what we see as science. Back in school, they'd always say science is question everything, question everything. Nowadays, it's don't bother questioning it. We already know. It's science. And if they can take God out of all of it, then they can have full control because we have no hope or faith or we, you know, we don't feel protected. So we're just going to put all of our faith in the government. And what better way to control the entire world as, you know, even in cartoons shows that that's all the government wants is to have that world domination. That's why there's only six families that really do run the world. And that we can get onto another subject that links with Antarctica. <clears throat> okay. Um, what are some of the other statistics that, that they were saying as far as the flat earth? Um, like, so flat earthers, are they typically religious or non-religious? I, then not all of them are religious. Um, a lot of them don't even, you know, like to say that they're religious when they believe in God because it puts them in such a labeled thing when it's more of a spiritual rather than being religious because being religious is uh, more of a law book and being spiritual is more of a relationship that you need with God. And that's a good way to put that, yeah. That's how we we get that extra step. We get that extra connection and protection is going through spiritual. But uh, there is a lot of atheists that are looking at the, the flat earth and not even using biblical terms or that as proof at all. And they're still just amazed about how much science itself proves that it is flat well let's get into that now you <clears throat> you had come up with we had discussed maybe there's five things that you could explain to us on <laughs> what really convinced you what really convinced you that you know that the earth is flat um and the eric debay YouTube that you had mentioned, I looked through that and, and what was most intriguing to me was the flight logs on um, what well, I was looking at, like if you're going to fly east on a rotating earth versus flying west, wouldn't it take a different amount of time to get to your destination? Like if you were going to fly to Israel from the United States. <clears throat> that was my biggest kind of convincing thing because accounting for time changes, it takes the same amount of time. But with the earth spinning, how fast do, do they say the earth is spinning? In the middle, it's about 1,045 miles per hour. Okay, so that's pretty fast. Yeah. You know, and... You know, I'm I'm still researching this, and that's why I'm having I'm having Chelsea explain it because there's a lot to it. Another part that really got me was, you know, the with the endless galaxies, and we're spinning through space, and supposedly the sun and our stars that that are always in the same location. 
all of us are spinning through this infinite amount of space, um, it would be, you know, it would be pretty easy for a person to think, well, where would God be in all of that? You know, he's, he's got to be far, far, far away, whatever light years are. You know, he would have to be extremely far away. It kind of makes God seem impersonal to me. That's the way I look at it. But it, if, if it is a flat earth with, you know, like, think of a snow globe, like a, like a dome yeah. or a firmament, and we'll get into the Bible verses later that, that talk about the firmament <clears throat> and, uh, and the pillars that, that the firmament sits on and all that sort of thing. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But, so I wanted Chelsea to go through some of, the, some of the proofs and kind of explain what are some other things that would show us. You know, we might possibly be sitting on a stationary flat earth. Well, if it were to be spinning at about a thousand miles per hour, couldn't you just sit in a helicopter and float in the air and just wait for your destination to come to you? In very many different um, studies, they have tried to line up the stars perfectly with this, it's like a test tube and they, you know, from scientists, which I can't remember their name right off the hand, and they thought since the earth was moving that they would need to get the perfect reflection back and through the tube when it sits at a perfect angle but the whole time it never moved it was straight up and down and i wish i could remember the scientist's name that did that but every single one of them have proved themselves wrong and it got swept under the rug it's like the pendulum thing. We have pendulum type things, what they call cranes out in the middle of the ocean. How come those aren't swinging on its own? All the mm -hmm. pendulums in the museums, they need to be um, pushed. They need to have that first initial start and they don't swing forever. They come to an end. And if even if they did need an initial push it, because we're constantly spinning, it shouldn't stop. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you were you were talking about the flight like I, I noticed like the flying east and west, but you were saying something about the flight logs. Yeah, I there is an app that you can see all the flights and like the whole line of from point A to point B and all the in between. And what I've noticed is a pattern is even from uh Chicago to Pakistan it goes straight up into Greenland and it comes right back down like a huge detour. But when you put it in perspective on a flat earth map, which is very similar to the UN, that it would be a perfectly straight line. And nobody has ever crossed the Antarctic all the way through. They say you're not allowed to because the Antarctic Treaty, which okay i guess i get that they don't want people in there but why and we're constantly at war with one another but yet we can all agree together that no one is allowed there so it just doesn't add up to me yeah i always thought that was interesting because if if like the flat earth models and the flat earth maps <clears throat> they they kind of look like a pizza 
and Antarctica is the crust, the pizza crust, you know, and down there is a tall ice wall. It's like 300 feet tall or something like that. It is a massive, massive ice wall. And if water always finds its level, which it always does, you know, the water level, it needs to have something taller on the edges to hold it in like a bowl. Like, Mm -hmm. so as Emerald Bird went up in his rocket and when he came back down, he said, I seen the earth and it was a flat disc with an upturned edge. Right, which would be Antarctica. Mm -hmm. The Antarctic. Um, The other thing is, is there's a Bible verse. I think it's like Job 38 or 39 where the Lord says this is how far the waters can come and no further he sets the boundaries for the waters Mm -hmm. you know and that could be talking about shorelines um but tsunamis prove that to you know like tsunamis can override God's word you know he set a boundary that to keep the waters in a certain place so, and no matter what land in the middle is going to be covered no matter what, because he did that himself with the flood. Yeah. So when he did the flood, it's, it wouldn't make any sense, you know, that you can cover one part of the earth, but still keeping all the rest. Yeah. And the whole earth was flooded, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's interesting the, and then the, you had said something about the sun and the moon, like the sun rays. Oh, absolutely. Those, I think, are just beautiful to look at in general. And especially on a cloudy day. And it's the sun rays coming through there. If the sun were 93 million miles away and like a light bulb or a flashlight from far away and you shine it at something, those rays would come in parallel. It would all come in at the same exact angle. But if you hold a light closer with cloud-like stuff covering it and it just peeking through on other other ways, like a light round light bulb, it would come in at different angles. And very many pictures, even on a day-to-day basis, uh, depending on how cloudy it is, you'll see that the sun rays go all kinds of different directions as if the sun was small and local. And, of course, NASA wants us to think that the sun is the biggest and it's the most important, but the Bible has even told us that the sun and the moon are the same size. And, Mm. yeah, they, in a sense, they say that the sun is moving because it's hurling through space at, um at the most wicked number, of course, because they will always put that in there, like the earth being on a tilted axis of 66.6 degrees. It's just the symbolism behind all that. But And it, sun worship, too. Yep. <clears throat> that goes yep. down to the Freemasonry, which will be for another day, because that's a heap of information. But the sun rays coming through, it just, it it's a completely different perspective when you see sun rays spread all across the horizon which means flat all across it but it has Mm -hmm. to be small and local and it's very interesting how when the sun gets closer to you 
it's warmer out, like uh, the midday, it's like the biggest, it's the brightest. But as it goes down, there is technology that we have for um, measuring and comparing pictures when you put them in a time lapse, let's say 10 minutes apart, you can compare that the sun is in fact getting smaller because as it goes beyond the horizon, it's going beyond our perspective because we cannot see that far as, you know, regular humans. But if we get, you know, a camera that's oh, about $900, you know, it can zoom in that far. And that's when you see beyond the curvature because all it was is due to perspective. And you did get one of those cameras, didn't I you? I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Nikon P950. And I've tested it. I've zoomed into the moon, which you shouldn't be able to because it's 298,000 miles or something. Super ridiculously far. But it zooms in the same as if I can zoom in on a mountain that is maybe... 20 miles away yeah and that's the other thing with the distance um they can see you know i i i saw that on that youtube video where they were watching this ship appear to disappear below the horizon but they took one of these high-powered cameras and they zoomed in and it was like 60 miles away or something like that or 30 miles away and they they caught the the in the film they caught the whole boat on top of the water 30 or 60 miles away and supposedly the curvature of the earth drops like eight what is it the spherical geometry proves the following uh levi levation <laughs> loss in all directions from a fixed point observer on on earth with a 25,000 mile circumference. I do have a list and uh, this is using the calculations. You can Google Earth, uh, Earth Curvature Calculator, I believe it's called. And so every mile, and it does go by square mile considering it is a globe, would drop eight inches. So then two miles, 32 inches, three miles, six feet, four miles, 10 feet, etc. So when you put that into perspective and you are using even the government said so site and they put it all together but people in Chicago um, or in Lake Michigan can look across Lake Michigan into Chicago which is 40 miles and being that water finds its own level and you know it's flat because water's flat. And if so much of that water is flat that you can see 40 miles away, but at that distance, Chicago should be 1,060 feet below the horizon, but you can still see it. It's remarkable how far away, whether it's over water or not, that you can see. And it's hard to make that judgment when there's mountains around, you know, one mountain's higher than the other, where are you in elevation stand? That's why most people use water because it finds its own level. And if you do it yourself, which is, you know, it's not only fun, but it's just amazing how you can prove it even with a laser because mm -hmm. light doesn't bend, you know, it doesn't go around the curvature, but you can still spot it from 30 to 40 miles away. And they're not seeing the tips of the skyscrapers, right? They're no. seeing 
the whole city skyline. Yep, and it was on the news saying the only reason why you can see this is a mirage. Mirage flips the image. The city would be upside down if it was a oh, mirage. Right. You can't, yeah. it doesn't mirror and bend around stuff. And I'm not saying you can see it every day. It needs to be, you know, uh, good weather. It needs to be clear sky because of perspective. Hmm. Interesting. <clears throat> and then the moon, you were saying something about the moon. Or did we cover that already? The moon is just as it's been said in the Bible and even um, extra parts of the Bible. I don't know if people look into it, but Enoch is one of them. And mm -hmm. it's always good to take in that extra information. Even if you think it's not 100%, take everything with a grain of salt, pray about it. And if it makes sense to you and the Holy Spirit's like, you know, this, you're really onto something, keep going. Or, you know, just listen to what the Holy Spirit wants you to do. Sometimes people aren't ready for it and other times people figure out, you know, what's the truth and what's not. And as for the moon uh, being tested itself, in the book of Enoch, it does say that the moon is self-illuminant. Like it gives its own light. And a lot of people, you know, are like the sun shines on the moon and it reflects onto the earth well at night when there's you know the sun is so far away it's you can't see it so it's all dark and it's a full moon and it's super bright everyone is seeing this exact moon the same face of it but mm -hmm. in the moonlight it is actually colder than it is in the shadow at night and that right there blew my mind because if it was reflected it it honestly doesn't make sense to me why it would be cooler but it's right. and that's a whole new ball game because you know we landed on the moon six times in 1969 1972 but that was with the technology of a calculator and so when they called the moon on that landline whatever number that was and everyone believed it because it was being portrayed on TV, which is also another reason why we're just wanting to soak stuff in. Things that we know to believe are true is because it's been said so many times. If someone constantly says, you know, you're stupid, you're stupid over and over again, later in life, you're going to think that you're stupid just because you've heard it so much. We have been truly indoctrinated and it's time to break free from that. You know, they don't want us thinking for ourselves, which is exactly why shadow banning is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing about the moon, I, I've seen a lot of pictures, even like the Russian symbol where they have the star in the waxing or waning part of the moon where it's, it's, you can see through a part of the moon. So, I mean, what is the surface of the moon anyway? Does, I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody really knows. Did they wait until... The moon was full to go up there and sit on it. But then they, you know, but then there's these video clips where they're up on the moon and they ask, how's the lighting? Well, yeah, a lot of you people know, are, so, you know, the, the, the people who think for themselves are like, oh, why don't you see the stars? 
on the moon, you know, when they take those pictures. Well, how come the camera guy didn't get first, you know, rewards for landing on the moon first? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That guy deserves some kind of credit if it actually happened. You know, yeah. how come their credit is on um, Hollywood Boulevard as a star? Isn't that where movie stuff goes? You know, Red Hot Chili Peppers even knows that it's been filmed in a Hollywood basement. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they to know. the song? Yeah. Yeah, they absolutely know. Well, and the reason why, um, in my opinion, the reason why all of this is connected together is because um, Hollywood, NASA, the government, all of these places, you know, they want to set our life view for us. And, you know, they want it to be what they want us to believe. Um, I don't consider myself a conspiracy theorist. I consider myself someone who is only into truth and facts. And it's what the Bible says or it's what the Holy Spirit shows us to be true. And when so many people are disproving so much of these, so many of these things, you know, it just starts, it's like a snowball. It just starts leading from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And next thing you know, it's like, wow, what, what do we believe anymore? You know, is how much of this is, is made up just to control the masses? You know, we have getting up to almost 8 billion people on the earth. And, you know, maybe it's just too many people for them. And, and that's exactly what it is. Um, like Bill Gates says, there's too many people. How do we fix this problem? We need to mm -hmm. depopulate the earth. And mm -hmm. that is their goal. I mean, it'd be a lot harder to have that full control and that world domination when there's too many. You want to keep the keep it few so it's more easier to convince them that you are good, which also comes down to Freemasonry is they're you're convincing people that they are good because there's more hidden secrets. I mean, mm -hmm. that relates to literally everything uh, down to Disneyland, even. It's, we're so blind by everything because, well, I don't know if ignorance is bliss, but for a lot of people, it it is. And like why, the mouse wouldn't know why the cheese is free until it takes it. Mm -hmm. And then what happens? It's it's dead in a mousetrap and I'm not going to be that person. People want to get prepared. When you're going out camping, do you not bring toilet paper? Yeah. Be prepared. <clears throat> you don't want to yep. end up in a crappy situation. Yeah. Unintended. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's, that's the whole thing. I mean, we are supposed to be preparing. The name of this channel is uh, Kingdom Testimonies and you know, what, what I aim to do with this podcast is to inform people as we get closer to the end of time. Um, God is setting up his kingdom right now. And he's, he, he tells his secrets to his servants, the prophets. That's in Amos 3. And so he's revealing truth in these last days. Um, I believe Jesus will come again in our lifetime. This generation will see it. I'm absolutely, absolutely. convinced of it. Um, 
there isn't something called Agenda 2030, and I encourage you to Google that, where it is a depopulation agenda. It is a world domination agenda. This is with the UN, whose logo is a flat earth, by the way. Um, and so, you know, and people really need to look into these things. And that's why I think the flat earth uh, goes along with, you know, Christ's coming kingdom. Because when he comes back, every earth, every person on earth will see him at now, the same time. How is that possible on a globe? When those Australians are walking upside down. Yeah. And we're right side up, you know. And their skyscrapers are pointing into the sky upside down. Yeah, you know? how come people aren't lighter in weight towards the middle of the earth because it's spinning faster? Wouldn't that pull you off a little more and have gravity a little lighter? Yeah, except gravity is actually density and yeah. and buoyancy and that sort of thing. Um, and we can get into some of those other things, too. I, I'd like to do another program on yeah, this. And absolutely. we can go deeper. Um, but I think we can get into some of the scriptures on this. So, so Genesis 1, Chelsea, you were saying Genesis 1, 6, 7, and 8 um, are our first proofs biblic biblically and when i you know everyone knows the book of genesis they it's the first thing you read it's how everything came to came to one but with the bible being translated so many times in so many different ways that it does help people understand stuff but is it also taking some important words out is someone yeah. translating it for how they think you know, it's like remembering an argument and then saying, well, you said this and they're like, I didn't say that. Well, that's how you took it. And so that's how you're relaying it. It is changing of words and it can also be taken differently through translations. So I am um, using the King James version. So it really it's, it's supposed to be like the most truest to in the English the Hebrew. Yeah, because it goes original. from Hebrew to Roman yeah Hebrew to Aramaic to Latin to, I mean it went through Roman so many Latin, languages yeah. old English new English yeah absolutely so the main key word um, that really stuck and is not been changed unless you go to English version or New King James like sometimes it'll change it a little bit and doesn't go back to the original word and that's what we want because we want the original truth I don't want a sugar-coated lie I want the hard truth and what it says in Genesis 1-6 is, And God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. And how I see waters being divided is, yes, we see water here. But the waters are above the firmament. And, you know, looking up the firmament, it is a dome. And when you look at stars through a telescope, and you zoom in, I mean, you can get a telescope for 300 bucks off Amazon and zoom into that star and it is projected as if it was um, stuck in water. Stuck in water. Like yeah. <clears throat> when lights are flashed into, a, or let's say pool lights on the inside of a pool and there's a little bit of, you know, water movement. It's that where the, it looks like it's moving. And uh, Genesis 1 7. And God made the firmament 
and divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament and it was so and God called the firmament heaven and the evening and the morning were the second day and there is another I one verse I wanted 14 14 yeah Genesis 1 14 and of course go back and read the in-betweens because I ain't trying to make you think one way because I'm picking out certain verses I'm just trying to shorten it up so always do your own research take everything you hear with a grain of salt and pray about it uh, Genesis 1 14 and God said let there be lights in the firmament of the heaven to divide the day from night and those lights Obviously, um, what's coming to my mind would be stars. Um, especially when you take a long shutter mode picture and it causes the trails of whatever light is moving. Aimed at the North Star, the North Star will never move, but it moves in a circular motion like they're embedded into the firmament itself. It's like a clock in the heavens. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And uh, it continues saying, and let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years and biblically how do they know what season it was stars mm-hmm yep yeah so the stars and and the heavenly bodies which in Enoch says that that uh, the planets are wandering stars I think there's even a verse in the Bible that says the planets are wandering stars looking up the the original definition of planet yep. is wandering stars and why the earth is called a planet I think they just took took it and put a T on it yeah a planet just a plane here flat planet. Yeah. Um, you know and the other thing with pictures of ancient civilizations um, you can go online oh, what is that oh here's another one I just continued skim, skimming ahead of oh, course go ahead um, sorry, Genesis 1, 17. I'm just picking through, but it says, And God set them. So we are talking. Let me back up so we're on the same page. 15. And let them be for lights in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. And it was so, um, of course, sun and moon. And God made two great lights, which is the sun and moon, the greater light to rule the day, the lesser light to rule the night. And he made the stars also. So 17, it says, And God set them in the firmament of the heaven to give light upon the earth. In the firmament. In the firmament. Mm -hmm. So the sun and the moon, because he said them, are in the firmament. And I'm saying in as they're inside of. Not, not, in, not embedded in. Not embedded in, like the stars have that move on a constant same path, which when they talk about planets... They're considered wandering stars by um, exact definition of planet. And Enoch says that, that the obedient <clears throat> angels are the stars that are in the firmament as guardians. They yep. are stuck there. And that's what freaks me out about falling stars. Which fallen are, angels. Yep. Demonic spirits. But and I was gonna I was gonna do that next week i think i'm going to start yeah. reading enoch yeah. yeah absolutely i think it's interesting because enoch for the first 800 years of church history enoch was part of holy scripture 
it well, was considered part of the Bible. In the community of Qumran, which is where the Dead Sea Scrolls were found, and that was actually Jesus's family and friends community, those were all of of the uh, community of, of Jesus in that day. They had several copies of Enoch um, in all of the caves. They made sure that the book of Enoch was not lost and it had been written down and carried down from generation to generation. And Enoch was the seventh from Adam, I think. I mean, that's a long time. All of these tribes and generations made sure, especially the tribe <clears throat> of Judah, they made sure Enoch's story was not lost. So I think it'd probably be a good idea to, to oh, start yeah, on Enoch. That, I, that guy's got to be so important for him to walk and just be able to talk to people while in heaven. Like, mm -hmm. that guy's legit. I want to know more about him. I want to know his life. The people who are really close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that guy, with that, that's amazing. And God just took him. You know, that's, that's in... Uh, that's in Genesis. He walked with God and then he was gone. God just took him. And in the book of Enoch and in, in second Enoch, it talks about more about what, you know, what he was doing. There's also other um, apocalyptic books that are like, I think it's second Baruch that are just amazing. I would like to get into, but so then the other thing is the pillars, the first Samuel 2.8 talks about the earth on pillars. And it's interesting, the uh, ancient civilizations had drawings of these pillars, the earth on four pillars. And the, the Bible talks about the earth being set on pillars, which is very interesting to me. And if you, you Google all of these, these pictures from ancient civilizations, it's, it's not just one or two. It was like, I found 12 all those pictures maps or picture drawings drawings yeah mm -hmm. all of those drawings and images were all flat and yep. you know the first one that came out that was round was universal studios <laughs> i'm not even kidding like in 1920 62, or 30 or, yeah 1962 or 1962 okay. or 62 is that it came out with a round earth and we haven't even been to the moon you know as they say allegedly mm -hmm. In 1969 to 1972, that doesn't make any sense. And not to mention all the operations that you can look up for yourself is like Operation Fishbowl, Operation Dominic. And when you look up these in the right timeline as they are portrayed, I mean, obviously they went to Antarctica and they're like, what is that? What is that above us? Even Hillary mm -hmm. Clinton we will one day um, break the hardest, strongest, strongest glass, glass ceiling. ceiling. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, it's one thing to be pure at heart. I get that. And you want to be pure, but you have to get in the nitty gritty of stuff that makes you uncomfortable to find out the truth. Because, you know, the smartest people are the most evil because they know so much and they yeah. know how to hide it. And that it honestly angers me because people who just want to be 100% good they don't want to look at anything bad well your knowledge is only as far as you let it go 
Yeah. Yeah, you can use knowledge for evil just like money. First mm -hmm. um, Samuel 2.8, did you find that one? He raiseth up the poor out of the dust, and lifteth up the beggar from the dunghill, to set them among princes, and to make them inherit the throne of glory. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. Like a footstool. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. And then in the in Revelations, it talks about the, the four corners of the earth. Um, one of the angels. And then a couple other things. The sun seems to be moving around in a, in a circle instead of us moving around it. Um, because the sun stopped in Joshua 10, 12 and Habakkuk 3, 11. And you can look those up. The sun went backwards in Isaiah 38, 8, and then this paper says 2 Kings 20, verses 8 through 11. So wait, hold on. If the sun stopped, it went backwards. So I'm trying to look at it from all angles, and if I were NASA, let's say, and the sun stopped, and the earth is obviously following the sun, which they say, wouldn't everyone just fly off the earth because we had to stop and turn around? Yeah, I think there'd be, like, serious injuries. People would just be falling everywhere. Yeah, just, it would be you know. insane. But for the sun to stop above a sta stationary, you know, it, well, and it makes went, more sense. And it went backwards. Isaiah 38, 8. Um, can you pull that one up? Because that, that really got me. So, okay, the sun stopping and going up or down the, the sundial. That was in Joshua 10, but... Isaiah 38, 8, Behold, I will bring again the shadow of the degrees, which has gone down in the sundial of Ahaz, 10 degrees backward. So the sun returned 10 degrees by which degrees it had gone down. And that's crazy. It is. I mean, the sun's going the other way. I mean, that, that would, you know, cause some serious damage to the galaxies. Well, it definitely makes more sense that they call it a sundial and not an earth dial because yeah. the sun is moving. Yeah. And for the eclipse to happen, well, they have their own track. So they're not going to be on the same, um, you know, what, like railroad track. You know, it's, it's set in a different, um, closer to the middle, farther away, which also brings to the seasons of the flat earth is... Um, it'll go farther south, which south is all the way around, north being the middle. That's why compasses are made to always point north. You know, you go all the way around the middle, well, the north is going to be moving because it's always aimed in the middle. So the sun is moving at a 24 hour as the moon is moving 25 so it's a little bit slower, which is exactly why Eclipse happens. They cross paths. They cross paths. That's interesting. Yep. And the solar eclipse and the lunar eclipses and all these other things that NASA tries to explain. Um, there was one day I was looking at the sun and the moon were both in the sky at the same time, which happens. And the sun, or the, the moon, was tilted facing not directly away but a different direction so it was not a reflection from the sun it wasn't 
And it doesn't make sense if you can see the, the moon directly in front of you, but it's just a, a crescent, but the sun is shining on it. Why wouldn't the moon be full every time the sun is up? You know, what's, what's with the moon emptying out, like it says in, in uh, Enoch? You know, it, it empties out, and then it fills back up again. It's the strangest thing. Like, it all comes back to seeing the star through a crescent moon. Mm-hmm. Yep, and falling stars, and there's, there's so much. And that's why I think next week I'd like to get in to, um, to Enoch, because that sheds a lot of light on what's what's going on and Jude quoted from Enoch um, Enoch is mentioned in one of the books first uh, Peter I think second Peter and of course in the Old Testament and and Enoch is not the one from the line of Cain it's not the bad Enoch I know there's two of them but um, look at your genealogies in in Genesis and you'll see it's it's pretty clear pretty evident that it's the the good Enoch um, and that's why I'd like to get into into Enoch, though. I mean, there's there's just so much there. Um, so, Chelsea, is there anything you wanted to add before we before we close it up? Um, there's always more and more stuff to talk about with uh, the flat Earth. Well, this isn't one of those things that look. I have proof, and now you have to believe me. Not at all. Uh, this is something that you need to research yourself if it grabs your attention if it doesn't Whatever move about your married life, you know ain't hurting our feelings. It's just fresh to hear something different to really get outside your box because You know the best way to get comfortable in uncomfortable situations is getting outside your comfort zone So I highly recommend I mean what's the worst about it that you have more knowledge it's it's worth trying and just I ask that you keep an open mind because a closed mind will not get you anywhere but when in doubt don't take in everything you hear research it yourself just remember there is shadow bands on everything a lot of people like to use DuckDuckGo instead of Google um, highly recommend Eric Dubay um, I know there is a lot of flat earthers that are just angry at um, people who are not flat earthers because the non-flat earthers are more of a mocking. They are close-minded, most of them, not all of them, but most of them are close-minded because it hurts the ego to know that you've been lied to or that you fell for it. You know, it's a lot easier to fool someone than it is to convince someone that they've been fooled. And I understand that, I've been there. So disregard anything of um, rude insults or anything like that because flat earthers just get on their high horse sometimes, but you mm -hmm. know, can't we all? So we just gotta remember to, you know, keep an open mind and try not to be so insulting. People who are most insulting are the ones that you know, have a closed mind and just get angry when people just don't take their word for it. Yeah, there's some flat earthers that are very rude. Rude. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Just just ignore them and 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 definitely try to keep an open mind. Um that Eric Dubay, it's E R I C D U B A Y. 
if you're gonna look for him on YouTube. Very good. Yeah. And really good. His 200 proofs. I don't think any of them have anything to do with the Bible at all. I don't think so. I believe he is Christian. Yeah, he's uh, spiritual. Is that what type. it is? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. There's a lot out there. And sometimes you got to dig for it because the first things that will come up on YouTube is... Um, How dumb flat earthers proving are. Proving flat earth is wrong. That's why conspiracy theorists are to be mocked and to be laughed at because that's what yeah. they're training us to think. Yep, tinfoil hats. But as we're starting to see, there's more to uh, all of this stuff that's going on in the government than meets the eye. It's uh, it's quite deceptive out there, definitely. But in the end times, your knowledge will increase. Yes, absolutely. So. And we do need to prepare for what is coming. Um, I still have the YouTube channel. It's just getting going. That's Prepare333. There's another one out there with the same name. Uh, some other dude I noticed. But mine, <laughs> I haven't looked at his. Mine is the is the light blue uh, logo or avatar. So that's, that's mine. That's just getting going. And I do want to encourage you also to check out my Christian blog which is professingchristians.wordpress.com. So, Chelsea, I want to thank you for coming on here. We're at just about 50 minutes, but that's okay. Yeah. You know, some of these that's things are very important. And on my regular podcast, I, you know, I shoot for 30 minutes, but that's just me talking. And it's, that's probably enough of me talking. <laughs> so... All right, well, we'll have, uh, we'll have Chelsea on again, and I just encourage you all to keep an open mind and do your research and stay in the Word. And till next time, have a blessed day.